0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, November 21st, 2023, and this is day 2071 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started started father we glorify you we honor you you are so precious and we adore you with everything within us thank you so much my lord for just loving us and loving us some more and some more and some more even when we don't deserve it thank you for waiting for us with your arms stretched wide open to receive us as we ready ourselves to come to you Thank you for using us abundantly to fulfill the purpose you've given us for each and every day. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is dealing with misunderstandings. Yeah, things can be misunderstood sometimes. Sometimes we see it one way and and when we get into diving a little deeper and having a conversation with that person or individual, you know, we realize that it's something more to it. So let's take a look at how Paul dealt with a misunderstanding. We're coming out of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 11 through 21. 2 Corinthians 12, verses 11 through 21. And he says, I have made a fool of myself, but you drove me to it. I ought to have been commended by you, for I am not in the least inferior to the super apostles, even though i am nothing i preserved and let, and let me let me say he he was talking about he was literally revealing how he felt and he's opening up himself and and talking about you know as an apostle he he has authority you know and um he's saying he is one of those called by jesus as as you are to do the work of the lord so Verse 12 says, I persevered in demonstrating among you the marks of a true apostle, including signs, wonders, and miracles. He's done all these things. You know, he's proven himself to be truly an apostle of Jesus Christ. How were you inferior to the other churches, except that I was never a burden to you? Forgive me this wrong. Now I'm ready to visit you for the third time. And and the, he's talking about the church of, of Corinth and he started this church. And uh, so now he's getting ready to visit them a third time. And he says, I will not be a burden to you because what I want is not your possessions, but you. After all, children should not have to save up for their parents, but parents for their children. So he's saying, you're like a child to me. You're You're my very own. I I love you that much, and, and I'm not here to take from you. I should be giving to you. So I will very gladly spend for you everything I have and expend myself as well. If I love you more, will you love me less? Be that as it may. I have not been a burden to you, yet, crafty fellow that I am, I caught you by trickery. Did I exploit you through any of the men I sent to you? I urged Titus to go to you, and I sent our brother with him. Titus did not exploit you, did he? Did we not walk in the same footsteps by the same spirit? He and Titus had the same mindset, the mindset of Christ doing the will of God, he's saying. Have you been thinking all along that we have been defending ourselves to you? We have been speaking in the sight of God as those in Christ. And everything we do, dear friends, is for your strengthening. For I am afraid that when I come, I may not find you as I want you to be. And you may not find me as you want me to be. I fear that there may be discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. I am afraid that when I come again, my God will humble me before you and I will be grieved over many who have sinned earlier and have not repented of the impurity, sexual sin and debauchery in which they have indulged. I love the way Paul just pours out his heart. He's, you know, he's not holding back anything and he, he, there, there's been, there's been a misunderstanding and he's making sure to bring about clarity Uh, We can learn so much from this. Point number one, have you ever been misunderstood Um, uh, where your words or actions were taken out of context? I can imagine this has happened to most people. Uh, It's called life in this real world we live in. That's what Paul was dealing with. As we can see, Paul was not merely revealing his feelings. He was defending his authority as an apostle of Jesus Christ. Paul was hurt that the church in Corinth doubted and questioned him. So he defended himself for the cause of the gospel, not to satisfy his ego. Paul further explained that the only thing he did for for the other churches that he didn't do in Corinth was to become a burden to ask the believers to feed and house him. That was something he did not do. When he said, forgive me this wrong, he was being sarcastic, actually. <laughs> he said the one thing that he did not do was be a burden to them. He paid his own way. As a matter of fact, Paul was very wealthy. He had a tent-making business or something that he—that his family, uh, he grew up, is a family legacy, basically, that they... Uh, Created something or designed something for tents, and uh, it—he always had a way of of uh, providing for himself uh, through that business that he could just whip up at any time. i, I this is how I envision it, you know—that he get he could start it and and stop at any time and still do the will of God, and and that's what I love about what God has blessed me to do. I can still be an entrepreneur and uh, do the things that He's called me to do, and and make the money I need to make to. To continue doing what he's called me to do. I'm sure many of you are the same way. We don't stop doing our mission for the Lord. And he says, "When," so um, Paul actually did more for the Corinthians than for any other church. But still they misunderstood him. Point number two. So what can we learn from Paul? the word of god this is this is the word of god that we're talking about that god used paul to write well first speak up for yourself stating facts and truth in love he did it in love because he he said you're like my children and we love our children and he wanted them to understand i'm not trying to take advantage of you i'm not pimping you. I'm not using you for your money. I've got my own. I'm going to take care of myself. You know, there's other churches that he allowed to take care of him and provide for him, but this was not one of them. And, uh, he, he was there to give and pour out and, and make sure they were doing, uh, what God had given him to teach them to be vulnerable and share your feelings. He let them know how he felt, you know, um, totally misunderstood. We can do that sometimes. So we could size people up and and think right away without them speaking a word or taking any action that oh, they're sadity, they're snooty, they're snob. they're snobby, they're bougie. <laughs> they're they're poor, they're you know, they're arrogant, whatever it is. You know, and and just by looking at them. I'll never forget when um we had our business serving clean and uh we had a a pretty steady account at um, the Hyatt, and they hired us to fill in staff for their restaurant. Um, uh, I forgot the name of it, but it they served breakfast and lunch. And so we had two amazing women that worked, and one is my pastor, Pastor Cynthia, who wasn't at that time my pastor, but she was preaching and teaching the Word of God at that time, and uh, another dear lady that was also in ministry. Um, yeah, and so... Um, they uh were uh doing the work there and and and, and, and that the other dear woman has already gone home to be with the Lord and oh I love her loved her so much. And anyway, uh Sister Lily, yep, thank you, Holy Spirit. I was trying to remember the name, Sister Lily. And so they worked there and uh, you know, as steady employees um and, and from our staffing organization. And I remember Sister Lily telling me about a man that would come in every day for breakfast or almost every day. And he was dressed, you know, he didn't, nothing appealing. He, his clothes looked pretty dirty, she said, and all that. But she said it didn't matter to her. She she treated him just as well as she did everybody else and, and truly meant that. And um, she uh, loved him just like she did all of the other people. Because you, you, as a believer, you're going to love everybody, Right. So one day um, he said something to her about he appreciated her. And I'm just summarizing that that she didn't look down upon him and and she didn't treat him differently than she did the people that came in in their three piece suits and, and, you know, their nice uh, leather bags and all that stuff. And he said, uh, I'm here. I am over um, the construction crew or he owns the construction crew doing the work in the area. And that's why he dressed like he did. And you would have never known it that this man was over the a big company uh, that was doing the construction. But it doesn't matter. Right. It, it shouldn't. But it was very good and a good revelation uh, for her to know and to continue doing what she did. I mean, I know Sister Lily would have done it no other way but to treat everybody the same. But we need to be aware of that. And uh, I love the fact this man felt comfortable enough to let her know that. So let's be vulnerable and share your feelings and not just assume anything. And three, speak truth about your concerns and the other person's actions. How will they know if we don't tell them the truth? You know, we we know that they're just headed for direct destruction and we say nothing because, well, I'm not in it. You know, that's not my business. I'm not saying nothing. But this is somebody, you know, that you've had this relationship with. You care about them and you can see that they're getting off kilter and you pull them to the side and say, hey, I just I love you. I care about you. I just wanted to let you know that, you know, you're not as merciful as you used to be. You, you've gotten hard hearted. You're you're not you've gotten hard and callous and what's going on, you know, I can tell something has shifted, something's changed and they may not even realize because a lot of times we can get like that, especially people that are sick, they're not feeling good and they can get kind of hardened and uh, they're in pain a lot and we don't necessarily understand that, you know, And, and so we need to pull them to the side and do it in love and and let them know how much you care about them by telling them the truth. And then fourth, continue fulfilling your God-given purpose. Paul did not let that stop him from visiting them uh, again or visiting other churches. He didn't let it stop him, but he did let them know, "Hey, I'm concerned that when I come back, y'all are going to be, you know, in sin and doing this and doing that, and and I want to make sure that you you don't do that." And and I and I'm I'm just letting you know he was saying, you know, that he's going to, he's coming back. <laughs> I'm planning to come back and visit. So be ready. And and understanding that, yeah, our mission never stops. You know, uh, while working, this was um in between my career paths. I had just, we had just stopped doing uh, Big Mama's Bakery at Crown Center. And then I had been doing catering for about a year. And and then money was running low, and I needed a regular job. <laughs> and I had not worked in years. I mean, for anyone, I had always been an entrepreneur for for many years, I would say. Not always, but for most of my life. And then, um, so my sister was working at a bank, and I've shared the story with you. And she was a supervisor, and she said, hey, you know, we could use you here. And uh, and I actually have been delivering my lunch lunches to them. And they loved my lunches. And they said, sure, she could work here. Will she bring lunch? (laughs) And it was like, no, but her boss, you know, after going through all the, you know, uh, formalities, paperwork, background checks, they hired me as a temp. And I knew, you know, that I really wanted to work in restorative justice. After meeting that team at a networking, I'm like, that's what I want. But they they weren't hiring at that time. And, and as a nonprofit, they didn't have the funding yet. And, and boy, do I ever understand. <laughs> and they said, as soon as they got the funding, I would be the first on the list. So I worked there as a temp. And I remember uh, the first week I was with a group of amazing women on the same team that they worked on. It may have been about eight of them or eight to ten. And we all went to lunch. They showed me the ropes and that and, and nice cafeteria and I sat at the table with them and and um, uh, you know, while I was sitting there with them, all I could hear is like, you know, gossiping, cussing, uh, anger, bitterness, and and and, and laughter too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they were just regular folks, just, just like all of us. You know, we have our days and and I thought, this doesn't feel comfortable. So I I got out of there. I still had some lunchtime left. I went to the car and ate my lunch. And while in the car, oh, did I ever have an encounter with the Lord? He said to me, why are you here? I'm like, uh, eating my lunch? He says, this isn't where I want you to be. Go back in there. Those ladies, that's where I want you to be. That is your assignment. And I had really misunderstood them basically I did not realize I was just going by surface and and I just thought I don't want to be around this and remember I had been this loner for a long time as an entrepreneur just running the show doing things the way I wanted and and uh, now here I am and it's like okay let me go back and then day after day I sat with them and I listened and I got beneath the surface And I understood these women were dealing with challenges in life. They were struggling in some cases. They were being mistreated and unfairly treated at their job, not equally paid. Uh, They were uh, taken advantage of so many things. And by the time I finished that job for about three months, I was there and I got to know them deeply and they got to know me. And we literally ended up having Bible study. They would see we were struggling because they had a new manager and she was horrible. It was so hard. And I'm sure there was a story with her too. But the women were really having a hard time. I was too. And I would sit at my desk and I'd get with my Bible out because I knew. I was getting in the flesh and I was, I'm like, well, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. And and they saw me reading my Bible and they're like, hey, we want some of that, Miss Jackie. We want some of that too. And uh, before I left that place, I'll never forget it. There were so many things that happened and I I can't go into all of it because of time, but the relationships got so strong. And I, when I think about those ladies, it just, my heart just, just get so overwhelmed with love and joy, because I got to know them as individuals and and all the things one of them was dealing with her husband being put in prison and 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 he you know he was the breadwinner and 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 all of a sudden everything just ceased, and she's working, her car broke down, and my husband and I would take her to work and pick up her her children from daycare and you know one of the people that would help her and 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 then I noticed she the their her children didn't have coats and God blessed our church to bless them with clothing and coats and, and God blessed our church to at that time to give many of the ladies struggling uh money for Christmas and uh one of them was going to school to be a single mom, going to school to be a doctor. And uh she's raising her two or three children by herself and they weren't gonna have a Christmas. And God blessed us to be a blessing. And I'll never forget when I left that place before I left, every one of those women had an opportunity to accept Jesus. We went into the conference room one by one and God blessed me to give them each a Bible and a gift of some sort. And then the ultimate gift was the word of God, salvation through Jesus Christ. And If not, I believe every one of them. I can't remember, but I believe every single one of them accepted Jesus that day. And that was something that I never in my life experienced on a job. And when we truly just let go and let God have his way, you will be amazed at what God will do through you. And I'm thinking, Lord, I know I am not the one, but God said, yes, you are the one to do this job just as you may be doubting and wondering, Lord, is this for me? God is saying, yeah, even though you may be misunderstood or you may be misunderstanding others, God's mercy and grace just restores us back into the family. And he says, get busy doing what he's called you to do. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website jackiebikesministries.org, j-a-c-k-i-e-b-like-boy-u-y-c-k-s-ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. (laughs) Thank you all for all that you do for us. We are grateful to all of you for your prayers and all of your support and kind words and um, your financial donations. Oh my gosh. Thank you so, so much. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.